0: Victoria Stone parked her car in the gravel lot beside Desperado's, the country and western saloon her fiancé, Paul Brooks, owned. Her hand on the steering wheel, she looked bare without the engagement ring that usually sparkled there. She had wrenched the ring off and left it at home on her dressing table, when Paul had called to break their date for the evening. He'd canceled at the last minute again, sure she would understand because it was business. He was wrong. As far as she was concerned, their engagement was off until they had a little talk. The marriage and children she wanted demanded a good provider, and Paul was that. She had agreed to marry him because he was dependable and safe. Still, she didn't want to be taken for granted. She knew Paul loved her, and that should be enough. Fireworks weren't going to happen for her, but that was reality. It hadn't occurred to her until tonight that maybe Paul had chosen her because she was safe. With her as his wife, he could concentrate on his business, and she would understand. She knew it didn't make any sense for her to be angry at Paul for doing exactly the same thing she'd done. But she was. And if he had chosen her because she was safe, he'd made a mistake. Lately, she didn't feel safe at all. Her emotions were near the surface and explosive. She stalked into desperadoes ready for a fight. Once inside, she managed to get a good table with a view of the band, playing on a low platform next to the bar. After exchanging pleasantries with the waitress, she settled back in her chair and sipped the strawberry margarita she'd ordered, watching the dancers circle counterclockwise around the dance floor. No one approached her. Her body language warned them away her gaze turned to the closed door of paul's office the band had announced the last song before they took a break if paul wasn't out here by the time the band finished the song she was leaving she scanned the sea of blue jeans and cowboy boots at the bar absently she perused the broad shoulders and plaid flannel shirts the hard thighs and tight denim the big work-hardened hands wrapped around long-necked bottles of beer She didn't bother to look above the men's collars. Finally, her gaze came to rest on the last figure at the bar. He was standing not ten feet from where she sat. Hmm, interesting. Low-heeled boots of black suede instead of cowboy boots, and snug black pants tucked into those boots. Long, muscular thighs. Her gaze traveled to his hands, which were slightly large for his body hands with a disturbing Mm. sensuality. The close-fitting black t-shirt tucked in at his narrow waist revealed a hard, flat stomach that only served to emphasize the package below it, which was producing a warm tingling. Suddenly, she was in a fragrant southern garden with Desperado's gloved hand clamped roughly over her soft mouth. Her struggle was hindered by her full satin ball gown as she twisted violently in his grasp, furiously trying to escape him. Only to hear his rich chuckle of amusement when her struggle brought the curve of her breast into contact with his other hand. A hand he had the audacity to let linger in a perverse caress, before wrapping his strong arm around her slender waist and easily pinning her against him. The sounds of laughter and music floating into the garden from the stately house grew fainter as he drew her deeper into the lush, fragrant garden. When he was satisfied, they were hidden from view. He turned her in his arms dragging his gloved hand from her tender mouth. His dark eyes dared her to scream, while an arrogant smile slanted across his lips, and he pulled her without subtlety against his lean, hard length, then bent and crushed his mouth to hers. Her passive response was not to his liking, and his kiss grew more insistent, more coaxing. When her body finally betrayed her, causing her lips to part of their own accord, She could feel his mouth forming a satisfied smile beneath her own. She was startled out of her sensual lassitude by the whinny of a horse nearby. The stranger did not heed it, but she began to struggle anew, recoiling in alarm when her slender hand brushed against the cold steel pistol strapped low on his thigh. The horse whinnied again. Victoria came back to reality with a jolt and realized there was a cellular phone ringing at the next table. Its owner was at the bar. When the ringing stopped, she mused about the fantasy the phone had interrupted.